Texas Business Minds, a presentation of the business journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. And by Independent Financial, banking for business, banking for life. In this download, Dallas Business Journal Associate Editor Alexa Reed tees up the Dallas-based entertainment and hospitality company that's transforming the game of golf. Dallas-based Topgolf is a global leader in modern golf entertainment, providing a golf driving range game with electronically and automatically scored drives for customers of all skill levels. As a rapidly growing company in an increasingly competitive market, it's game on to stay ahead. CEO Artie Stars is here today to talk more about Top Golf, where it's going, and what we can expect next. Hi, Artie. How you doing? I'm doing great, Alexa. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So you came into your role in 2021, I believe, correct? I did. Yeah, I've been here a little over two years. So when you came into the role, what were you looking to change or improve within the company? Well, the the brand is was is and hopefully continues to be extremely strong. So there, it was a position of strength that was fortunate enough to, to step into. And, you know, these powerful consumer brands, Topgolf, I would consider one of them, were fortunate to have. And the primary job was learning about what was happening in our venues in particular, and just trying to identify some of the best ideas that had already surfaced and bringing them to scale. So pretty quickly gravitated on what makes the brand powerful and relevant and unique is the experience that our players have with us. Our biggest business is the venues, so focused on that and pretty quickly latched on to the concept of providing more transparency and certainty around the experience. So we we really backed up the truck against digital and it's paid a lot of dividends in terms of just being uh, a bit more transparent and a bit clearer with what players can expect from the already great top golf experience. And adding on to that too, we're seeing a lot of entertainment concepts coming into, particularly in the DFW areas, our focus. How do you maintain that cutting edge approach that sets you apart from your industry or other competitors in your industry and in your market? And, and what's the strategy to keep your customers coming back? We study the competition and we consider it a blessing to be in such an innovative market like North Texas and Dallas, Fort Worth. I grew up here, so I'm familiar with it. And in fact, where our Top Golf Park Lane location was Scotty's Golf Park when I was a kid here in Dallas. So I've seen I've seen the evolution of from Scotty's Golf Park to uh to Top Golf Park Lane. Number one is the physical plants, the physical manifestation of our brand is pretty unique. So you know you're driving down the highway and you see these 180 foot net poles and 12 to 14 acres of property, you know, we benefit from the fact that just the the physicality of Top Golf is pretty different from what uh, others are are doing. Um, so, you know, we, we leverage that. We market that. We pick prime real estate. We want it to be easy to get in and out of Top Golf, and we'd like to be a a regular part of your life, a regular part of your entertainment experience. I think the second thing is golf, just as a sport, as a game, we have, you know, the whole thesis of what we're trying to do is democratize the hitting of a golf shot. And golf, I've played my whole life. It's been a great blessing in my life, but I recognize that for some, for many, it's felt distant, 
unattainable, hard, exclusive. There's a lot of things about golf that just haven't been as accessible. And we are hyper-focused on, you know, delivering on that democratized experience of hitting a great golf shot. And while there are entertainment competitors out there, uh, we are really focused on that avenue and think that that's a winning formula for us. And I'm, uh, you know, our teams deliver on that piece every day. So we're, we're pretty focused on our lane. We study what competitors are doing and are always learning. But when you combine the physicality and the uniqueness of democratizing the, the fun that you can have playing golf, we're confident and passionate about the lane we've chosen. And you mentioned briefly about the real estate because you're right. When I when I'm driving past a Top Golf, I know immediately when I see that net, I know that that's a Top Golf. So when it comes to real estate, what do you and your team look for specifically in the area of obtaining the real estate to build a new Top Golf? We certainly want existing demographics that are proven and with our brand. So. Certainly densely populated areas where there, you know, there's job growth and a balance of individual players that we can attract. And then the events business, which is predominantly corporate events. So you know, having that high likelihood of revenue mix that makes our business successful is sort of step one. And then when we get into a, a market and you know, before we build, I'll, I'll stand on every site that we build and uh, support our team with the kind of the final decision. We want it to be accessible on and off a freeway. The vast majority of our of our sites are highly visible and accessible for you know, ordinary traffic flow. And we'd like to be a complement of where people are already going. Sometimes we will be a part of a nascent or you know, new development. But most of the time, we are building a Top Golf where people are already shopping in retail, going out to restaurants and things like that. Uh, because while we've been successful when we go into a, a greenfield area, so to speak, the likelihood of success is higher if you're just in an area that there's existing traffic flow. Now, going back to what you had previously said as well, with making sure that Top Golf provides an experience to not only the average golf player, but somebody who doesn't, who doesn't go out and play golf, who doesn't know how to do all the things. Um, I can attest to that. I don't know <laughs> how to do yeah. golf things. How does Top Golf specifically provide access to those people that have historically not been able to participate? And that could be low skill level or any sort of disability. Sure. So I'll answer that two ways. I think functionally, we provide clubs. You're hitting off of mats. We have big holes in the ground. We have technology that adds to the experience where you can play everything from our core top golf game to Pebble Beach, you know, one of the most iconic golf courses in the world, to Angry Birds. So if you think of a family that you know, like my family, where I'm trying to get my kids interested in golf so that when I'm old, they'll want a vacation with me or they'll want to do something with me. Yeah. Um, I can be competing, so to speak, while my kids are playing Angry Birds. And it's kind of, you know, my own kids, when we go to a golf course, they just want to drive the cart and have an ice cream cone. We're providing that entertainment and interest for the masses 
but also an avenue for long-term interest as they hit golf shots. And you know, when you hit a good golf shot and you score in whatever game it might be, it's pretty thrilling, pretty exciting. When one of the neat things about golf is once you get hooked, it like sticks in your veins. It, its tentacles get in your DNA. And so the second way I'd answer it is ultimately the people who love golf, what they love about golf is meaningful time with friends and family, the quality of that time, the conversation. You're different from other sports. Golf is both an individual sport, but it's played in a collective setting. And if you think about how we architect the experience at Top Golf, it's kind of the best of both worlds. And it's all consolidated into a bite-sized period of time. You know, one of the areas that traditional golf has struggled to grow is the length of time of the commitment. So, you know, to play 18 holes, it's, it can be a five, six hour commitment from when you leave your house to when you get home, you can hit a lot of golf shots at a top golf more than you could over a four to five hour round have similar types of experiences, the same social experience, if it's competition, if it's entertainment that you want, we feel like we're providing an amount of time that's a bit more digestible for most. Um, and if you become a big golf lover and you want to buy a Callaway driver and invest in being great at the game, all the better. But um, we're here to help you get started. Can you tell me more about Top Golf's recent partnership with Special Olympics and how that came into fruition for 2024? Well, how much time do you have? I mean, that's... that's, Talk away. (laughs) Well, uh, I'll tell you, that's one of the, you know, if not the proudest moment for those of us who call ourselves playmakers here at Topgolf. The core of our culture and the core of what we're trying to do within the golf ecosystem is make golf the most inclusive, accessible game on planet Earth because we have seen, you know, I've personally seen such a big impact it's had in my own life. I met my wife through golf. I went to probably a better college than I deserved because I played golf. I mean, I can speak for hours about the impact that golf can have on. And to be able to bring a sport, a medaled sport, to the Special Olympics and partner with them where we have, we've long had Special Olympic athletes work in our venues, Mm -hmm. continue to, and to be a place where, you know, we've got, 90 venues around the world now, um, soon to be 100, and we'll be close to 100 by year end in markets like Wichita, Kansas, Boise, Idaho, Los Angeles. We're outside of New York City, multiple venues in Chicago. I mean, pretty much if we're not there, we're coming for these athletes to be able to have something in their hometown where they can say, that's my avenue to win a Olympic medal. I mean, tear up just talking about it. I mean, we're just so privileged to be connected to a world-class organization that does so much good in the world and for us to be a a pathway for that and to grow the game of of golf and celebrate these athletes is just, we're extremely humbled. And I can tell you, if you went into one of our venues and talked to uh, our playmakers that are going to deliver on this, it's the most exciting thing that's ever happened to Top Golf. We're going to make it big. And from a brand perspective, I'd like to credit our team that we just stayed focused on our purpose. That's that's really how this came about, bringing more play to the world, bringing more joy to the world through our unique and multiple ways to play the game of golf. That's what led to this. We saw our purpose come to life in this partnership, and I think Special Olympics saw the same thing in theirs, and that's how great things happen. 
And can you give a little bit of detail inside what that partnership specifically will do? Is it a is it establishing more locations? Is it welcoming these players into these locations and providing, I don't know, necessarily a program or kind of diving into more of what that will look like? Well, it's fully comprehensive in terms of our partnership with the Special Olympics. And we, one thing that many, I'd like to use this opportunity to maybe market a little bit. If you or any of your listeners are in a youth-oriented charity that wants to get young people engaged with golf, we are there for you. We are open, free of charge. So the base promise we make to all youth charities, including the Special Olympics, First Tee and others, is we'd love for you to come use our facilities. We have inventory. We have bays available. Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, middle of the week, come on and you know get young people to hit balls, in particular people that haven't done it before. So that base element exists. I think the new news here is it's a metal sport. We'll be using multiple top golf venues to have competitions for Special Olympic athletes. And it'll let her up into a medal event. As CEO, as a leader of one of a very, very rapidly growing company, how do you create an environment in which your employees feel empowered to try new things or to take risks to move your company forward? Well, we talk about our purpose all the time. It really starts with the belief statement that the world is short on play. We get up every day trying to bring more play to the world through our unique way to play. We've done basic things. We call our customers players. We call our employees playmakers. And if you went to any one of our venues or sat in any of our meetings and you had an umpire pitch counter of the number of the times the word play comes out, it's a lot. And so we've focused and empowered the company through, you know, you might call them smaller signals by calling our employees playmakers. Mm -hmm. But if there is an innovation to be done on play, every speech I give to our company, every meeting I'm in, I'm very clear that I don't sit in my office and twiddle my thumbs and think up great ideas. My job is really to discover the amazing ideas that are coming out in our venues and give them the prioritization, focus and investment that they deserve. So I think everybody in our company feels empowered that they're responsible for innovation around play. And hopefully our leadership team has established the trust when there's good ideas, we have the processes and the systems to discover them. And probably the best example of that is the work we call the, the internal initiative is called PI. It's, we call it our popularity inventory engine. And it's where the digital work that's been so transformative for us really started. Uh, it was already happening in some select venues in terms of how they were managing and being transparent with players around coming and going and making sure that players knew that bays were available. And it's been a brilliant manifestation of, I think, our culture at work where a great idea came up in the venues. And now if you listen to one of our earnings calls, our CEO talks about it every earnings. So something that literally started with a select group of playmakers in a venue is now the transformative thing that is driving our superior growth. Artie Stars joining us. Next, what's top of mind at Top Golf? When Texas Business Minds continues. At Texas Mutual, we know the importance of protecting your employees on the road. We create driving safety programs to help keep your people and your bottom line safe. 
Together, we can reduce driving accidents and drive Texas business forward. Business is safer, stronger, better with Texas Mutual. At Independent Financial, we know you work hard for your business. That's why we work hard for you. Ready to get down to business? Let's talk at ifinancial.com slash business. Independent Financial. Banking for business. Banking for life. What is something that may not be top of mind for others or other industries, but that you think will change your industry in the future? We got to make the jobs better. I think every company is focused in their own way on this, but I think, you know, broadly, the primary industry we sit in is hospitality. You know, you include hotel, you include restaurant, you include forms of retail, entertainment concepts, but it's broadly hospitality that is our core business. And what I think COVID taught us all is that we need to make the jobs better. I think at Top Golf we're always going to be dissatisfied, properly dissatisfied with the progress that we've made. And there's sort of a healthy dissatisfaction. I think we're proud of the experience that our playmakers have in the venues and this sort of call to action around the world needs more play allows us to attract people that are passionate about that. But there are still jobs we have a long way to go to improve. I think anyone that works in restaurants or or so on has struggled with the roles in the kitchen, you know, the heart of the house, or in some businesses might call the back of the house. There are technologies and systems that are incrementally improving it. But I think we're ultimately over time, your brand is only as good as your ability to attract the best talent. And there's been a lot of media around shortages of labor post COVID, Mm -hmm. the compensation. And personally, I read these things It's like, what can we control? What we can control is making the jobs better. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're going to see out of Topgolf in the coming years is a continued and more overt commitment to the world that we want to attract the best talent in our venues. That means we have to make the jobs continually better. And what we promise to you is like, you can have a long runway with us. We just promoted our first vice president that started working out in a working in a top golf venue. I'm excited for the day when all of our vice presidents started working in a venue. That's when we know I think we've really, really made it. An additional question to that is what do you and Top Golf specifically look for when obtaining talent? When somebody submits an application, what are you looking for in yeah. a playmaker? I'd invite you to come to one of our mission ambition events where when we open a venue or in an open venue and we're looking to to hire, which is really all the time, we're always hiring, you know, typical Topgolf venue has 500 playmakers. Most people don't appreciate. We do high volumes. We create a lot of jobs when we open and it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. And we also have seasonality. So we have younger people that come in and work for the summers and they go back to school and so on. So there's, we're always hiring. But if I synthesize mission ambition into One short statement, which is a bit different than what maybe some others are looking for. We're really looking for how quickly you make friends. We're trying to hire people that have passion for quickly building a relationship, either with their coworkers or co-playmakers in our case, and with our players. It's a bit off the wall, the process. It's a pretty, uh, I might not have gotten hired if I had to go through it, to be honest. It's pretty inspiring. And it really works. It's yeah. it's much more like trying out for maybe an improv show or okay. 
you know, there's certain you know, base elements, functional elements that we'll be interested in, but our core values and what we call the spirit of the shield kind of guides the light. And I think the common language is we want to hire people that are excited about and have the interest in quickly making friends and quickly connecting with people because that really adds to the player experience. And I think that's interesting too, because I, when I talk to executives, I never really hear that answer. And I feel being personable, especially in the entertainment industry and the hospitality industry is something very important to look for. So I find that it's interesting that you said that. As CEO, what worries you in terms of challenges or obstacles? There's external obstacles and internal obstacles. Mm -hmm. So I read the paper just like everybody else and follow the forecasters of a recession is coming and, and all of those things. There's really not much I can do about that. So I'm aware of it. But the primary obstacle that any leader has is focusing the team and focusing the brand and the organization on the things that we can control. I don't talk about that stuff a lot internally. It, mm-hmm. you know, it certainly informs our forecasting and maybe our budgeting and things like that and, and setting expectations, but it doesn't really inform how we go about driving action. The internal obstacle that I think every leader has is just staying focused on your points of differentiation. You know, we started this conversation around, you know, we astutely study where people are spending time, whether it's in other entertainment concepts or restaurant, retail, whatever it might be. But what we found is there's so much gold inside of what we do. And if we stay focused on that, there's really nothing that can stop us. So my role is kind of chief focus officer. How do you continue to just stay focused on the things that are unique and different about Top Golf? And I think when we do that, we're really successful. When we get distracted, we're not. With how much Top Golf has grown and continues to grow, can you walk me through Top Golf's current footprint and what we can expect next from the company? Are you establishing more locations? Can you give me an insight on where? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we um, we just opened in just outside of Philadelphia uh, in an area called King of Prussia, which is a high density, one of the most prolific and successful shopping malls in the country. Is there? We'll open in St. Petersburg, Florida, next week. You know, I think what I would say is, if we're not in your trade area and there's squiggly line, a half a million people that live within 30 minutes of where you are. If we're not there yet, we're coming. So we've got a multi-year pipeline built out. If you looked at my own travel schedule, East Coast, West Coast, Northwest, mm-hmm. Midwest, I mean, we're looking everywhere. We we tend not to announce the dates until we have more certainty on the precise opening dates, but we have venues that are close to complete in Canton, Massachusetts, just outside of Boston, right on I-95. So very visible from the freeway if you're driving into Boston. We have one coming into Cranston, Rhode Island. We recently announced that we'll be coming to Mobile, Alabama soon. Little Rock, Arkansas knows we're coming. Durham, North Carolina. I mean, all over the place. <laughs> we did one project I will sell, maybe we'll take a moment to celebrate that's a bit unique. But we have our second venue opening in uh, Montebello, California. It's under construction right now. We had a, a very successful opening in one of our highest volume and you know, best known 
venues in El Segundo, California, right on the Pacific Coast Highway. And both of these projects, so El Segundo and Montebello, are public-private partnerships where we partner with the local government, uh, where there was an existing golf course. And we have, you know, I think what we believe is we've augmented the experience on the golf course, added some technology and some only from Top Golf Fun, and then put a big venue. And uh, Montebello, the city of Montebello, we partnered with them. They're converting what was an 18-hole golf course into a 12-hole golf course, a lit-up executive golf course, and then a large Top Golf venue. And it's a fabulous community, create five, 600 jobs in that area. And it's only six miles from downtown Los Angeles uh, on the east side. So we're, we're really excited about, about that one. I know you've got a few in North Texas, yeah. establishing any more here. We're about to break ground on another venue in Texas. I can't tell you exactly. I know where it is, but I can't tell you exactly where it is, but we're about to break ground. And you know, I expect us to have another venue in DFW in the next few years. This market's obviously exploded. I'm sure we're going to have another venue in the Austin-San Antonio corridor, which continues to grow. But Texas is, you know, it's it's the fastest growing big state in the country. I think you can expect us to continue to build venues uh, as the state grows. Sounds like Top Golf is expecting a lot of exciting things coming on um, in the next year, next few years. What opportunity for Top Golf over the next year has you most excited? Well, I, t- I talked a little bit about Pi or popularity inventory engine. I think just seeing where that can go in terms of being more and more transparent to the player, delivering on the experience that they expect from us. We it's had an unbelievable impact on the business in terms of providing more certainty for our players. And we're just scratching the surface on that. And then kind of wrapping this whole conversation in the spirit of staying focused on what really matters to our players, makes our playmakers jobs better and create value for our shareholders. That's the primary objective. And we're at the very early innings of being a full on digital uh, enterprise where we have the goods now. It's just kind of rolling it out and Mm -hmm. starts with booking converts to the experience in the Bay with with the games that are super energizing and innovative and relevant for all players. And it it closes with the engagement when players leave. And Pi enables us to to do that and efficiently bring groups in and out of our venue that they uh, they have the experience that they expect. Thanks to Topgolf CEO Artie Stars for joining us. And thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. And by Independent Financial, banking for business, banking for life. Learn more at ifinancial.com.